Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. October 30, 2019, the Hoskins Goes to Trial issue. First up, from the New York Times, the CEO of Boeing, Dennis Muhlenberg, testified before Congress uh, yesterday and the testimony was uh, obviously not good for Boeing. He apologized profusely to the families of those who have di- who died, and that uh, he acknowledged that um, he knew about the warnings from the Boeing staff after the first crash and before the second crash. So. Very bad news for uh, Boeing in terms of its admissions it had to make, although uh, probably something they needed to do to start the healing process going forward. Uh, He, of course, hopes that the new 737 MAX will be approved uh, as quickly as possible to try to get Boeing back on its feet financially, but it's still an open question when regulators will approve it, and the FAA is only one of many regulators that has to approve it now, so it's going to be a long road for Boeing. In our signature uh, story today, uh, the um, Hoskins case, Lawrence Hoskins, a former senior vice president for Alstom, uh, has finally gone to trial some 15 years after the alleged bribery uh, by Alstom in Indonesia, and I think um, almost eight years after the investigation started and um, uh, seven or six or seven years after he was charged. Uh, Hoskins has the anomaly of being a non-U.S. citizen who worked for a non-U.S. company, um, never having set foot in the U.S., and being charged with FCPA violations for part of a bribery scheme. He admitted, has admitted that uh, bribery occurred, but claims that the FCPA does not apply to him as his lawyer opened their uh, case with, why are we here? So uh, working for a foreign company, um, a a foreign subsidiary of a U.S. company or a U.S. subsidiary of a foreign company, um, they're going to have to show he was an agent of the U.S. company. So it's going to be interesting to see this case play out. It may or may not fall on a technical detail, but the uh, underlying facts are pretty damning. Um, next up from the Washington Post, uh, the Sonoma fire continues to grow in California, and it appears that PG&E may have indeed started this fire as well, or at least uh, power lines from its company. Uh, this is in the middle, of course, it's shutting down uh, power to parts of the state, and PG&E really doesn't seem to not only know its left hand from its right hand, but it cannot find either hand at this point. Um, whether PG&E will come out of this in any way, shape, or form, uh, their compensation to those that are owed it for the prior fires uh, put it into bankruptcy, and now they are just in much, much worse shape going forward. And finally, from the Sunday Post in Scotland, the news that the John Wood Group is under additional investigation for its uh, use of the uh, agent uh, Unioil by uh, two of its subsidiaries or two business units that it it bought. And a merger uh, continues to bedevil the company. It is now uh, under investigation by four separate 
uh, groups, the Crown Prosecution Service, the Serious Fraud Office, the Department of Justice, and the Securities and Exchange Commission. So obviously a lot going on there. Uh, the Unit Oil case uh, could be one of the biggest scandals, uh, uh, the most recent biggest scandals, I should say, under the FCPA world. So it's going to be interesting to see what comes out of this. Uh, John Wood Group is cooperating, so Unit Oil is claiming that it did, has done nothing wrong over the years. It's going to be uh, sorely tested in this process. It's going to be very interesting to see how all of this will shake out, particularly with the uh, Serious Fraud Office having taken the lead, and now the Crown Prosecution Service in Scotland taking a very interesting look. Have a safe Halloween out there tomorrow. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network.